Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. I'm joined by your co-host, Alex. Hello, my name is number two. <laughs> Today's proof of life is Tuesday, March 21, 2023. And if you don't know, then you should know the Corporate Cowboys Podcast is for career development, serving you as a professional. We're corporate cowboys trying to develop, trying to cultivate more corporate cowboys. We want leaders, and so we're leading the space. Make you a motherfucking savage, nigga. Today's question, today's question for our hypothetical consult is coming from r slash career guidance. And <coughs> this is saying, so this question is asking, or it's telling us essentially, our hypothetical client is in their late 40s and they're stuck in a menial, low-paying, physical job. And they're asking, is it too late to switch careers at 40 years old? What do you think, Alex? Just off, off rip. Hell nah, fool. Never too late. My, my, my young gun out here, only 48. Only 48, he bro? only 48. 48 young. Do it moving, oh, homie, while you yeah, still can, while you yeah. can still walk <laughs> without yeah. a walker. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the body on this one uh, gives us a little bit of info, a, a good amount of information. But as always, because Alex and I like to uh, lay out what it is, the blueprint, what is our, uh, I guess, modus operandi when we serve clients as consultants. Of course, we'll be asking questions whether or not we need additional information, uh, whether or not we have enough information to give them an informed opinion and if we don't i mean shit we give them alternate routes to go out and get that information themselves so they can make a decision without us even yeah yeah so they're saying here i am a 48 year old cook in chicago the dirty streets of chicago who has been they've been in culinary for the last 15 years oh gee i make 18 dollars an hour but with a good schedule they're home by 3 p.m. and they got benefits. Okay. I could make more staying in restaurants, but probably no more than $22 an hour and would be working crazy hours with no life. Homie, I, I don't know yeah, what um, part of Chicago you're in, but it already sounds it like you sound like you're a prostitute, bro. <laughs> sounds like sound like 22 <laughs> an hour? Home by three? <laughs> Exploitation, <laughs> my boy? <laughs> Again, yeah, we don't we don't have the specifics, the background of like what restaurant he's in, what what uh, what cuisine they're at. You know, it could be a chain, it could be a franchise. Is it? You know what? The way that it's worded is probably like something small. You think like a, a smaller a smaller biz? I think maybe uh, because he says I could uh, make more staying in a restaurant. Yeah, implying that he's not in a in a formal restaurant, but he's a cook. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's probably in something a little low, lower tier than a, than a, than a sit down restaurant. You're right. You're right. So he, he's probably, I mean, he's been in culinary for the past 15 years. And I like the fact that they put culinary, even though he's still an entry level cook, right? He, he hasn't yeah. given us any particular title. He's not like a sous chef or like a head chef in the kitchen. He could be just a line cook for all we know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it says... He'd probably make no more than $22 an hour and would be working crazy hours with no life. 
to me, that tells me that he sees a way up, right? But this $22 an hour is what, like a promotion to a manager of some kind? No, it's just to a different, it's, it's if he wants to go a higher tier restaurant. So another restaurant making no more than $22 an hour and working crazy hours with no life. I mean, that's not really, that's not a good compromise. I personally, yeah. I, I would rethink that. I mean, if you want me to break down the math real quick, just so you viewers, uh, uh, you know, listeners, because you ain't go ahead. shit. Go, go ahead. For, mean, the, for the nerds, I, break down the, the math. For the nerds. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the folks who care. Maybe there is a client, uh, another hypothetical client in this person's position who could benefit from that. According to my calculations, at $18 an hour... At 40 hours a week, that's right. going to be $720 a week. Times that by 52, my friend. Your annual rate without taxes is $37,440. Less, less than right? 40 G's, now, bro. Home little, by three, though. So, so 37, <laughs> 37. Three, yeah. Let's say 37 around it. Sure. All right. Now we go $22 an hour. Okay. 22 times uh, 40 hours equals 880 times 52. So your annual rate increases by about seven thousand you'll bump up to forty five thousand a year a little less than um, 46 yeah so that's you know roughly an extra i don't know uh 500 bucks every two weeks right i mean it's no, a chunk of change like no doubt it's a chunk of change it's, but it's it's not that much what our hypothetical client sounds like is complacent yeah the homie is 48 years old so and we'll, this. and we'll come back to the math but just yeah. so you know he he's he's getting about 37 a year he could get about 45 a year it, and only because we don't know what his cost of living looks like in chicago but the fact that he's he's capped himself out he's fucking kneecapped himself at 18 because he doesn't want to move up because of the hours and because there's no life that comes with these crazy hours right additionally they write my body is breaking down at 48 fucking oh, i bet i bet oh, and the majority of my time off is spent physically recuperating i've been in a kitchen have you been in a kitchen alex uh shit i've been in a few kitchens what kind of physically taxing work you think is in kitchens like i mean like i think yo like the the quickness you gotta go because if you if especially if he's not like like sometimes you're low staff sometimes you you move them from one to the other mm -hmm. so it's not that you're doing something physically demanding all day yeah it's that you're doing it all day you're on your feet all day you're not you're not taking a break you're not relaxing okay maybe you're you're slouching the whole time because you're you're down there you know chopping you know what I'm okay saying? i can see that you're, I can you're, see that. you're down there put so you got this slouch mode all day, so you probably got a bad back after eight hours got some and, hip and 15 going. years, you know all what I'm that. saying? You got yeah. some bad knees because you've been glitching your knees right. for, you know, so, yeah. That, and, that, and that makes sense. Okay, so I, I definitely see that. What I'm getting at, though, is... <clears throat> The the the, the, it's the not physically, construction work. It's, it's not, not construction work. Like construction I mean, if, if it was in uh, say uh, like butchery, like if it was in a slaughterhouse, having to, like hoist oh, up fucked. like half animals and shit like yeah. that. No, it's having, not like, slaughter. Them on hooks. Yeah. Like, so it's not. We'll not say it's not. Uh, it's not laborious. It's not heavy lifting. But I totally see how it would be taxing, right? Yeah, but, but on certain parts of your body, right? And yeah. I think that's the point is anytime you're doing something that requires physical activity, right? It's going to take a toll it, after an it, extended period of extended time. Extended period of time, your body is going to break down at, a, at, the, at the point that it's been, uh, that it's been constantly penetrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? True, true. 
Okay. Um, like drivers, right? Drivers have really bad backs. Yeah. Because that's also because they're they're in one position for an extended period of time, and that that penetrates through to the their, their muscle, their tendon, their yeah. bone, and and they feel it. And, and, and also the, the route, also the suspension on a car because True. it's going up and down. So you got a lot of wear and tear on the spinal. Okay. On the spinal cord, so. You know, after a long period of driving, you end up having a fucked up back. Okay. All right. I wasn't so much shitting on this 48-year-old as much yeah. as I was saying, like, he's been in this position yeah. for yeah. 15 years. Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Get off my they, boy. They continue. Get I'd off my prefer, boy. I'd prefer ooh, to change careers to something less physically taxing or at least get fairly compensated for being in constant pain. Yeah, fair enough. I quit college a decade ago due to personal reasons but was about 20 credits away from a film degree. Oh my goodness. Which I think would currently serve me no purpose to complete. <laughs> you, you think, bro? You think? 20 credits away from a film degree? Yo, save, save yourself those 20 credits of tuition and put that money towards uh, a, certi a certification or a license. Go to fucking culinary school, bro. Like actually manage a kitchen. Don't just be the chef, you feel me? You could manage restaurants without having to cook. That's true. I mean, he's been in the game. Or so so he, let's, let's, finish the, let's finish the facts. All right, all right. And then we'll, we'll talk about what, what he can do. We'll, we'll break it down for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been tired. Oh, sorry. I'm tired. They continue. This is the last paragraph. I'm yeah. tired of barely making it every month and want to take it to a next level. Like I would be ecstatic to even reach 50K a year. God damn. <laughs> Any recommendations? Let's not judge prematurely, right? Yeah. yeah. Any recommendations? for jobs that are entry level, dog at 48, or require a certification I could get, question mark, or would it be worthwhile to finish my film degree in some way? That line better be a fucking joke. Okay. I'm yeah. so lost, they say. I really appreciate any input you have as it's very depressing to feel stuck with no viable path out. Thank you so much, exclamation yeah, yeah. point. And I know we've been fucking around, but like, yo, I think this is very like, like uh not uh, depressing but it's sobering bro because it, there's people it, it, out it, there it, like this right it, now i think it's relatable is what i was gonna say is true really, like yo like a lot of people realize after years and years of doing the same thing that like they want they, want they have something, no way out they, they have no way out different. they want something better yeah you know what i mean and and they're, and they're already at the age of 40 50 years old right so i think i think it, it, it reaches out to a broad audience of people who could relate and even younger folks you know what i mean i who remember 48 yeah i remember feeling like that at, at like you know younger at 23 you know I mean? bro 23 right <laughs> yeah like yeah. You, you get those things like is it too late to go back to school or whatever right yeah um so what do you what do you think the homie's option. Let's just list out different ways that he could approach this broadly. And right? it's, I say this because we don't know his background. If we had this hypothetical client in front of us, we could interview them with 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 okay. an added degree of but, depth. But right? based on the facts, yeah, right, that we got. What are his assets? I mean, first and foremost, every episode we got to give a disclaimer. Disclaimer to you, motherfuckers. None of what we say you ought to construe as legal advice. If you haven't engaged us or retained us as attorneys or representatives, all this shit goes with a grain of salt. We don't condone any wrongdoing, any wrongful activity. You can't pin that shit on us. Pay me to save me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, if, if we had the client in front of us, what I would say is it's obvious he's, he's desperate. And, well, and well, I, I'm assuming their gender because a 48-year-old cook 
Show me a woman who's doing that at 48. Uh-huh. Cook. Maybe a, a maybe uh-huh. a waitress or a server, right? Oh, them I old, might be jumping to conclusions. Them, them old them older Mexican ladies stay in the kitchen. Mm. So they like, and I'm talking about the taco trucks. You see them like 80 years you're old. You're right, you're right. Getting it. I don't I know one out here. Hey, but, but what do you think his assets are though? His assets right what now? What are his assets now? Because you gotta look before you can look at what he should do. Let's see if we can leverage any of his assets. What are his assets? The fact he has the experience, the knowledge, the know-how. Of that, what? Of restaurant operations. Rest- we, okay. Now, we don't know how much of the operations he's been privy to. Like, is he, is he doing the ordering, the, but, the inventory? But he knows the business. We know he, he knows, knows the part of the business. He knows part, part of, of the business. business. Okay, right. he's got 15, experience, 15 years experience in the business. Mm-hmm. What else he got? He's 20 credits away from a useless degree. Is that, we're going to assume that that's an undergraduate degree. Yeah. Right? It's not useless. The filming degree is useless. Yes. Yes. But he has college credits. Yes. He might be 30 units away from a, a he, something marketable. So he's got a lot of college credits. True. True. Right? 20 away is a lot of credits. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's, that's five semesters worth. Or no, that's, not, that, that's, 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 that's an easy two that's, semesters. That's seven semesters. Not 20 credits? How many credits Usually, do you take? How many credits you take for, for one semester? If you're full time, I'd say anywhere from like 12 to 16. 16? Yeah. Okay. If he has 20 left, that he's means, got like an easy two that means he's that probably thing. done three years. Because he had right, one year right. left. Yeah, yeah, so he's yeah. got three years likely worth of credits. That's right. Right? So he's got three years of credits, mm-hmm. college credits, right? He's got... But he's going to have to convert into something else. It doesn't like, work. If he doesn't want film. We'll take care of that later. Yeah. Right? And, and, and yes, you're right. Some of it's film classes. But at the end of the day, if you're talking about a certification or a degree... All that really matters is the credits. Right. Right? So uh, there's a lot of things out there, certifications that only require college credits or a certain amount of college credits. Yeah. Right? So he's got college credits. Yes. He's got 15 years of experience. You're right. And, and I, guess, I guess we could leverage this or reframe this into an asset, but his state of mind right now, or because they don't tell us if they're male or female, right? But their state of mind right now is that of desperation. The fact that they want to do something different. They could leverage that as an asset, right? Because they're desperate enough to go learn, do something else. They're contemplating returning to school, right? I so, like that. So I we like know that. they want change. We know they want different. I like that. That is an asset. My boy hungry. <laughs> My boy hungry. <laughs> He's hungry. He wants something different. He wants he, to learn. He, he, they've placed themselves in a position where learning has now become a My requirement. Boy, an oxymoron. <laughs> How you a cook and still hungry? You know what I'm saying? Woo. He's cooking. Oh, Alex is he's cooking, cooking over here. He's cooking himself. <laughs> all right, but hey, so, so, all right. He's got experience mm. in the field. So the way I see it is he could take two routes. Right. And it really depends on you his, wanna, his lifestyle, uh, what, what he wants his lifestyle. Now, Based on that, what you're saying there, his lifestyle, the lifestyle they want, you want to address their question here about what recommendations for an entry level job or a certification? Because I think, well, I think before that, you have to look at what, what, what type of work in, working, uh, here's, let me, let me explain, let me explain, go and ahead. then I'll go into this. Yeah. And I think I can answer my own question because there's two options. Sure. You can try and find a job, right? Okay. Uh, and something that's 50k a year they want at least yeah. right or you can 
go the entrepreneur route. Okay. And so if here's the thing. If you go the entrepreneur route, if you like cooking, you just want to make more money, then you might be better served going the entrepreneur route. But here's the thing. Here's the drawback. It's going to take a lot of work. And True. he's expressed and a, 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 a unwillingness to do more work. However, I was the same way. But when I'm working for myself, I feel so much more fulfilled. Yes. Even though my back hurts. It's a different even feeling. Though, you know, even though my legs hurt. Right. If I'm working for myself, I feel more fulfilled. I don't mind working all those hours. Because you know you're building something yeah. that you can call your own. And your, and your profit margins are bigger. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so if you want to make more money and you, want, and you have a skill that somebody's willing to hire you for so that they can sell their product, right. you can also sell that product. Like you're doing the thing of value in that business as the cook, right? Like that's the whole value in a restaurant, in a, in a food place. You're the value. Now, what Alex is getting at here, it, it requires a, a higher level of, of thinking, of, of strategy, of planning. And for that, clients retain us, right? Because now we would have to find out more about this hypothetical client, whether or not their background suitable for that of an entrepreneurial lifestyle, whether or not they got savings, whether or not they got family, whether or not they got other dependents that, that rely on them. Because... If, if they choose to go to work for themselves, they're going to take on a different form of stress. Yeah. And, and whether or not that's something that they can bring home to somebody else or whether or not that's something that, that they could, could manage themselves because it's a lot of self-management, really. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, man? Like, here's the thing. And, and, and this is what I was going to get to, too. And I think you alluded to, to yourself is that, like, you know, uh, even though you're providing the the service, the the um, product, the reason why you haven't done it yet is because you don't know how to present that product to the general public yeah. in, in, in the appropriate fashion. You don't know how to get the business license. You don't know how to get the business loan. You don't know how to sign the lease. You don't know how to create the business entity, mm -hmm. do the taxes get the accounting like that stuff is very important and it's necessary right but that's why you would have to be smart enough not to be able to do all these things but to get the right help that's right right that's right and i mean like as a corporate cowboy as a as a person who's aspiring to be a consummate professional you ought to recognize our clients ought to recognize when it's time to ask for help the right kind of yeah. help and sometimes it, it costs a little money, but you, you, you got you to gotta spend money to make money. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so, so if, if you come to somebody like the corporate cowboys and you're like, hey, yo, I need to start a business. I have no idea what to do. I'm going to be like, all right, well, it's, you know. Let us help. You know, maybe you, maybe you put down a little retainer, right? And you feel like you're spending money for nothing. But then we help you maybe set up your business entity file for a business loan okay now you got money to fuck with right now you got fuck with it money we will help we will help we will help you take your idea from your mind right which is something you can't i yeah. guess 
grab or take hold of and actually convert it into something tangible. That's what and, corporate cowboys are about. I, That's what Alex and I do. And, and one thing you got to remember about an entrepreneur is debt is, is good. Debt is good. Like for consumers, debt is bad, right? Right. But if you're an entrepreneur, you're not taking money and paying interest on it. You're taking money with an interest rate of like four or five, six percent, and you're trying to flip it for a way bigger margin of interest. Like let's say you make Alex is getting 20% into the interest. And, and so like, but that's what you need to know as an entrepreneur is right. that like, even though you're spending money on a retainer, they're showing you how you can borrow debt the right way if you structure your business the right way. And, and a, a lot of that comes with complication. You just gotta get help and you just gotta get somebody that's willing to help you. So if you want to go the entrepreneur route, mm -hmm. then then you're gonna have to seek some professional help. But I think it's an, a viable option sure. if you want that lifestyle. And Alex is getting into the nitty gritty of it, right? And that takes uh, a form, especially when you come to, uh, to a consultant like this, right? It takes another degree of education. If, if, you can't, if you can't go to school for this, then go to somebody who already knows it, right? And you can learn from them, which is how you learn from us, yeah. right? And I, I didn't spend 15 years in the kitchen. Right. So I can't tell you how to cook, but you can tell yourself how to cook and then you can come. You know what I'm saying? And so, you can work with us so, to make your life possible, to make the life you want possible. Exactly. You want more than 50K a year? You want 50K plus? Yeah. Come fuck with us. Yeah. You do what you do. I do what I do. You want to be home by three? You do what you do. You hire. Yeah. <laughs> you want to yeah. be home by three? You hire a manager. You already. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. You already know it. You already know it. All right. Um, now they're they're asking, is it worthwhile to finish my film degree in some way? I, I I mean, again, if we had them in front of us, we could go into some depth about what their educational background is. If it was solely this soft science or this humanities and arts film degree credits, right? Maybe they got something there underlying that they could roll into uh, some type of like small business education, right? That's that's all you need. I mean, you have. You have the technical know-how for working in the kitchen and managing and running one. All you need now is a little bit more uh, uh, knowledge and know-how on the business operations side. Yeah. Likely no. Likely no. Likely no, yeah. <coughs> but there are some instances. There are some instances. So I, I, I want to talk about some instances, actually. Sure. So regardless, so we talked about the entrepreneur route. Right. Right. Now, if you want to go the other route and find like an entry level somewhere else and go somewhere else. Yeah. You're going to have to you're going to have you're likely going to have to use those credits that okay. you have, those school credits. Yeah. All right. Now, you can do it a couple ways. Either you can go out there and get a certification that requires a some credits and a list of other things. Uh, or. You're gonna have to. Um, so let's go. To, let's go to that option first. Sure. One, one, one example I, I like to I like to give is an accountant. Alex, I'm gonna give you a challenge. Make it quick. All right. Okay. Give me give me two three minutes, and then okay. I got two three minutes of, of an idea for you, which okay. is I think has been obvious from the beginning, but we kept it for last for good yeah. reason. Go ahead. So an, an accountant, if you want to be a, a certified public accountant, sure. Right. You don't need a, a bachelor's degree. Okay. You only need a certain amount of credits, a certain amount of business credits, mm -hmm. and a certain amount of accounting credits. Okay. So you could use the credits you already have to go towards that requirement 
and then just go to a community college for like a year yeah. and get you, and just take all accounting classes and business classes for a year. And in a year later, you take a, a CPA exam, smash it because you, you're hungry. Right. And now you're an accountant. And it's not, and, and it's it's not physically taxing. And you're a CPA accountant. <laughs> you're not just a bookkeeper. You're, you're a CPA accountant now. Mm -hmm. You have a certified degree. You didn't even have to finish your undergrad. I mean, what we're not taking into account is our clients' competencies. Why? Because they've already told us that they obviously placed into higher education. They already have these college credits. Yeah. All we're telling them is to fucking pivot. Yeah. That's all just, we're telling them to do. Just, just pivot a little bit, take some community classes, augment it. Another example might be, you maybe you want to be a lawyer, right? Right. Okay, well, you're not that far you might as well finish that film degree, not to finish the film degree to go into film, right. but so that you re you finish the requirement to get into law school. There you which, go. Which is a whole other process, but you know, law degrees are, are pretty fucking dope because you know you finish that shit. You're 48. You finish by 52. Sure. You you could work till you're dead as a lawyer. You could, you could take what you know from film. You could take what you learn from film and uh, break into your, entertainment law, yeah. become an agent of yeah. some kind. You're, you're, you're on a computer all day. Exactly. You, you not, can, not as physically taxing. You, you could be on your deathbed typing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not all as day. physically taxing. Like work that's to your 90. That's right. Now, now to return to that pivot, right? Okay. And I think this has been obvious from the beginning because yeah. they're working at, at a restaurant right now making 18 an hour. What's to say Who's to say they can't just leave and get a job at another restaurant making more money, right? Yeah. I think, I think the drawback to going that route is that we don't know our clients' circumstances. And I hammer on this point every episode is that when you come meet with us, yes, we have an initial, an, an initial questionnaire that we ask, right? It's just to get your, <coughs> your biographical info, what it is, uh, you know how long you've been doing it. Uh, again, whether or not you have dependents, what your expenses look like, where you live, whether or not you could, uh, whether or not you're mobile, right? Because they could be tied down to Chicago when maybe there is a neighboring city that's got higher class restaurants where they could be making easily $30 an hour or more, yeah. right? It's just dependent on their circumstances and their situation. They just don't have access or opportunity for it. Now, I don't like judging our clients, but there are times when you have to talk to your clients in a manner that causes them to wake the fuck up, right? Yeah. Our client here, 48-year-old cook, they've been in this shit for 15 years. Who's to say they don't have vices, right? Who's to say that they don't, that they don't have uh, personal hedonistic pleasures that, that, that they could be a fucking smack addict Smacking only wanting $22 an hour more because you know that these baggies with fat, you know, mm. cost more or some shit, right? Yes, sir. So, until we know more information, which is why, which is why we might have propped up a good consult for you, but I'm here to also tear down those, those mental, I guess, structures and barriers that you have in your mind, you, the listener. Why? Because what we say or what we might advise the hypothetical client to do, you can take notes on mentally or on a piece of paper. I mean, these are questions that you want to ask yourself. Yeah. You find yourself in a similar position, either you reach out to somebody for the help or you listen 
to somebody who is in the field putting mm. in this work like Alex and I. Right? Preach, girl. Now, you want to uh, share, you want to uh, share this podcast, direct uh, your associates, your family, your friends to us. You can find us on Instagram. The handle is at Corporate Cowboys with a Z. You can find us on Patreon. It's the Corporate Cowboys podcast. You can shoot us donations if you feel $1, a million dollars. If you're a one percenter, fuck hey, it. Me. <laughs> right, you can man. find those links floating around. All, any money that comes in is, is meant to keep this podcast free and uh, everything else goes to business expenses and legal fees. I always, I always make a joke yeah. that it goes towards uh, stationery and notepads and paperweights <laughs> of a certain type. So yes, sir. Yes, if, sir. Uh, if anything, you can find click us on clap, YouTube, click, clap. on Rumble, and uh, I hope that, that Alex will join us again next time. Uh, this episode, we're gonna we're gonna cut it off at exactly twenty eight minutes, so two minutes light. But that's to keep you folks in, in, enticed for next time. Go take a piss, do some studying. <laughs> Have a nice one.